Welcome to Chasing Nichols with your host, Alan Schoenberger. Chasing Nichols is the podcast that helps business owners focus on actions that will have the greatest impact on their business. Now, here's your host, Alan Schoenberger. Seems like every time you turn on the news these days or listen to a podcast, artificial intelligence comes up as part of the conversation. And while there are many ways AI can help increase the efficiency of your business, I thought today we would talk about some other ways that you can measure and increase the efficiency within your business. So today we're going to talk about KPIs. If you're not familiar, KPI stands for Key Performance Indicators. And you're probably measuring some of them right now without even realizing it. If you're tracking your revenue and your profit, those are KPIs. Today, we're going to cover three KPIs that you may not be measuring that I think you should be. And the first one is your customer acquisition cost. What is that? That is simply measuring how much money it takes you to add one customer. The calculation for determining how much it takes to acquire a customer is rather simple. It's simply the total amount of money you spend acquiring all of your customers divided by the number of customers that you took on in any given period of time, whether it's a month, a quarter, or a year. And those costs that it takes to acquire a customer are usually marketing and promotional costs. So totaling every dollar that you spend on social media, traditional advertising, the staff time that's involved in creating those ads or promotions. If you have a sales team, what their salaries are and everything associated with that goes into totaling up what your marketing costs are. I would even include software costs such as your CRM. If you don't have a CRM, you should, and that's a topic for another time. But the fees for your uh, customer relationship manager software would be included in that. Any technology that you've got that you're using to acquire customers would be included in that total. So for argument's sake, if you're measuring for a particular month and your total spend is $5,000 in marketing costs, and you took on 100 customers in that same period, 5,000 divided by 100 is $50. So your total acquisition cost would be $50 per customer. And then the next key thing is to compare what that number is to other businesses in your industry. And if you're, ab- if you're above that number, then you really need to look at what you can do to kind of lower those costs. Although I would argue that even if your number is at or below the industry, that doesn't mean you still can't look at ways to increase the efficiency, but certainly if the number is higher, you would want to do that. The second KPI that I want to talk about today is your churn rate, and that is how much customer turnover or attrition you have in a particular period. And so to calculate that churn rate, it's simply the number of customers that you lost during that particular period, let's say a month, divided by the total number of customers that you had at the beginning of that period times 100. So let me say that again. Your churn rate is calculated by 
totaling up the number of customers you lost in a given period divided by the total number of customers you had at the beginning of that period times 100. Again, let's just say it's a particular month. At the beginning of the month, you had 1,000 customers. During the course of that month, you lost 50 customers. So the calculation would be 50 customers that you lost divided by the 1,000 that you had at the beginning of the month times 100, which would come to 5% in this particular instance. And again, the key here is to compare what your churn rate is against businesses in the same industry. For example, I can tell you, businesses that have a recurring revenue model are going to have a lower churn rate than businesses that have a transactional revenue model. So that's why it's really important that you compare that number to other businesses in your industry. And then the same thing, if that number is uh, higher than the industry average, you really want to take a hard look at what it is that's causing these customers not to stay with you and leave. The third and final one I want to talk about today is net promoter score, often referred to as NPS. And that's a metric that's used to measure the customer loyalty within your business, their satisfaction, and also the likelihood that they are going to recommend you to other potential customers. The net promoter score is determined by usually asking your customers a single question, which is on a scale of zero to 10, how likely are you to recommend our product, service, whatever it is, uh, to a friend or colleague? Uh, And then based on those responses, they're generally put into one of three groups. Uh, If they score as high as a nine or a 10, they're considered promoters. Those are the customers that are most likely to recommend your business to somebody else. Uh, And if there are seven or an eight, they're kind of in between. They're generally referred to as passives. Uh, So they're they're satisfied, but they're not as enthusiastic as obviously those that scored a nine or a 10, and they may not be as likely to recommend your business to others. And then finally, if it's a six or less, they're considered detractors. These are the customers that are not uh, satisfied with your product or service, and they're more likely to share negative feedback about your business uh, than positive feedback and certainly not likely to recommend you to others. And so basically the net promoter score is calculated by subtracting the percentage of detractors that you have from the percentage of promoters. And the score can range anywhere from a negative 100 to a positive 100. Obviously the positive 100 is the ideal place where you want to be on a net promoter score. But again, uh, you know, seeing where you fall within that range and then where that is within your industry is going to really help determine uh, whether you've got a company that is viewed in a positive manner with your clients. That's all I have for today. I just really wanted to give you three potential ways that you can measure where your business is with your customers, potential customers and where you might be able to prove some efficiency in your business uh, based on the results of those measurements. As always, if you have questions, comments, I want to hear them, and you can always reach me at chasingnicholspodcast.com. 
The information contained in this podcast is for general information and educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for legal, commercial, and or financial advice from a licensed professional review. 